we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. I struggle to to comprehend how you would just, you know, willy-nilly sort of uh, say, hey, yeah, this is the God I like. I, I'm going to just serve that God. But I want to know if it's true, man. I, I want to understand the truth. You can edit that out, right? <laughs> he, won't, he won't be here next time. <laughs> what is going on, man? It's pistachios. Why right now? What we're doing a fruit. podcast? They're good, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of Don't, all ages. It's okay. It's not my fault. If Welcome I to right now. the True Discussion Podcast, the only podcast in the world where we can talk to anyone about anything, and we can know if we're right or not. And You're messing with me, right? Stuff we're not because we stand on the Word of God. My name is. I'm the co-host, and my name is Joseph. Dobbs, uh, and Word. I'm joined by the lovely, really good-looking, and not very intelligent, but but really good-looking Christopher Douglas. We're not recording, right? You're messing with me. Hey, what'd you think of that? <laughs> my the man. best intro yet, uh, my guy. Did you get my name? I wasn't even listening. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, do you Why? like pistachios? Do you like I pistachios? I love pistachios, but oh I, I mean, it, it seems like maybe another time would have been good. Just saying. Um, you can have pistachios anytime. That's, nope. that's the whole Not slogan of pistachios. <laughs> pistachios in the morning, pistachios in the evening. You can have pistachios anytime. When pistachios on a bagel, you can have... I don't think that's how the song goes, well, but also... <laughs> Uh, trying to record a podcast is gonna, not a good time for pistachios. It's fine, guy. I um I edit the the podcast, <clears throat> so just give me a little reminder. I'll hit this out. We'll we'll, we'll nail an intro. I'm hey, not. I love. Uh, I mean, they're trivial, stupid little facts, but I do love learning them. And I learned one from my students. Do you know the difference between uh, Dubai and Abu Dhabi? I love this so much. I mean, there's no. probably there's probably a lot of differences, but yeah, I don't difference. know. Um, the people in Dubai do not like the Flintstones, and the people in Abu Dhabi do. I love it, man. That was awesome. What in the world? Abu Dhabi do. So, okay, we're going to press so, on. for the three <laughs> listeners that are still with us. Three minutes of pure gold. Tell awesome. me the mics were recording. Okay. I sure hope they were. We're going to move on. Were they? <laughs> Tell me. Yeah, we were, were recording. They? And fortunately for the listeners, I'm out of pistachios, so we have to do the episode now. Chris, how was your weekend, bud? How was your week, my guy? Uh, you oh. know, it was <laughs> it, it was good. Actually, you know uh, what? Hold on. Before, I don't think I've ever asked you that, and then you were like, dope. Like, I have something to t- It's always, uh. <laughs> it's all right, so let's, let's get into it, I'm man. I'm sorry. How was your week? I mean, my week was good. Uh, I, I, I kind of wanted to get into it a little bit later, but we can dig right in right you now. You do want to get into your week later? No, the like my weekend. Because I feel like uh, oh, okay. I, it, was, it, was, it was challenging a little bit. Oh, okay. And so in, in a good way, but I, I feel like there's been some, some <laughs> reflection as it were. 
And so you intentionally want to talk about it, but we'll yeah, do it I did. Later. Yeah, I do. I do. All right. And I feel we can get right into it right that, now. So nice little, uh, no, wait, let's put it at the end of the episode so everyone has to <laughs> listen to it and get to the end. So nice little teaser. Let's uh, let's just rush right past that. What are you going to talk about on this week's podcast episode? Well, this first uh, I think, four so, minutes is really bumpy. But yeah, sure. I uh, well, I want to talk about some current uh, current uh, events right, and things like that it. that I think that are, are relevant in that. Uh, obviously, in the mainstream media, what we've not seen a lot of, uh, although by Friday, you know, when this episode drops, <laughs> you're listening to it today on Friday. Yep. But it's not Friday as we're recording. So, no. uh, anyways, um, is is the convoy in Canada, the truck yeah. convoy. And and just some of the stuff surrounding that uh, is really, <laughs> I mean, it's really interesting because you've had the, and I don't even know what his title is, uh, Tribido or Trib, whatever, uh, Terrible Leader and Tridio, a Coward. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that, and, and I, I thought about putting some on social media of like, Hey, Tribido's a coward and uh, a terrible leader. Change my mind. <laughs> yeah. Never mind, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> you pretty know? much. Pretty um, much. So you might see that. You might have seen that throughout the week. I don't know. <laughs> I may have. Uh, <laughs> however, um, he, he's just come out and, and said that it's a fringe minority, and, and it's not. No. I mean, we're, uh, people are tired of the tyrannical stuff. And, you know, it's ironic is that he's – you know, he's pushing the vaccine. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, had the shot in the 87 boosters in a year. He's right? all caught up. And yeah. uh, which is really interesting when it comes to other uh, immunizations. I mean, the, yeah. the boost, I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, but yeah. nonetheless, uh, he is down with COVID. And uh, just as the convoy has reached the capital, right? Like, how convenient. Yeah. So pretty which, good timing. Pretty yeah, good timing. Um, the other thing that I wanted to touch on just briefly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I, excuse me. And I, and again, we've never claimed to be a, a news outlet or anything like that. But no. there, we want to talk about things that are relevant. And one of the things that I think is relevant now, and we've talked about, you know, in terms of censorship and all that stuff from big tech and, and mm-hmm. that, um, is is a Spotify Joe Rogan uh, – what's the – Neil – I don't even I've – heard, I've heard this song, but uh, – <sighs> I don't know. Neil the, Young. Neil Young. There you go. Sorry. I, and I'm sure there's some older listeners like, oh, Bro. you dirty. You don't even know. Uh, I'm very sorry. Okay. <laughs> he, he didn't have a great impact on my life. Okay. Yeah. That was long Just be honest. Just be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not, I don't know him. I don't know, you know, yeah. any, anything like that. He's come out and some, said some stuff like back in the 80s. It was really awful. 80s, 90s. Have you seen that? No. Some what? of his comments, like v- extremely derogatory, basically saying that like AIDS is because of homosexuals, and 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 in uh, much more colorful and derogatory <laughs> words. So, yeah. um, at All any right. rate, uh, right. why is this important? <laughs> well, this is important as we talked about on our last episode. We talked a little bit about some of the not this censorship necessarily, but at the same time, like being able to promote our podcast, a, a faith based podcast, a yeah, you know God fearing, yeah. Bible believing podcast, a ministry um, is 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 challenging. You know, yeah. and and we're going to stand against things that the world is going to say is acceptable, and and this is the standard. No, we have the standard in God's word, Amen. and so that's what we're going to proclaim. We're going to stand on, um, and God forbid, but even unto death, right? Yeah, and there are people in the world right now that that are being persecuted 
for their faith. They're losing their lives because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Um, and so I, I don't say that tongue-in-cheek, and I don't say that lightly. No, no. Uh, that is that is a fact. And so um, we're, we're not there, praise be to God. However, the censorship is, I mean, I, Joe Rogan in this article uh, that I got off the Daily Wire, uh, it was written by uh, Paul, S- oh gosh, Saska? Okay, I may be saying that wrong, uh, but I wanted to, to cite my source here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you can read the article if you want. But he, he in his article, he says that there are 11 million listeners per episode. That's insane. Wild. Wild. Isn't it? Yeah, because he, so he's number one, right? On Spotify. Am I, I believe he's so. got to yeah, be with yeah. 11 million. So that would put us around number four. From the bottom? <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> four from the bottom. <laughs> I'll take it. All right, or please, not con- at the please continue. That okay. joke didn't feel good at all. <laughs> yeah, really hurt. <laughs> okay, so a, a couple of things that, that are really interesting about this is that is that Spotify obviously has got this pressure. Neil Young has he came out and he said, "Hey, listen, you uh, ban Joe Rogan or take my music off," and they said, "Okay, see ya, bye bye." Uh, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, which is. Not unreasonable. And and they've also come out and made a statement about some of the things that they're going to do, some of the new policies that they're going to implement. And, you know, Joe Rogan's uh, perspective, you know, as far as like putting a disclaimer on the episodes that might be somewhat controversial or go against the mainstream narrative, uh-huh. he's not mad about that. He, he said that's okay. He doesn't have a problem with that, you know, putting a disclaimer on there. Because he's like, I'm not a medical professional, and I'm not advocating that this is the gospel truth. He's saying, these are conversations that I want to have, and I want people to make their own decisions. Yeah. Which is reasonable, and I like that. Because what is wrong with that? I don't. I don't agree with everything uh, that Joe Rogan has to say. Right. I don't. I'm not an avid listen to her, listener to his podcast. I've listened to uh, several episodes, but it's usually with guests that I really enjoy, like right, Dan right. Gable, uh, Jordan Burroughs, uh, th- and those are both. They're both wrestlers, and so I really enjoyed those. I, I think I listened to the Elon Musk one, which I thought was also interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, like I've I catch some clips, and that's about it. Well, it's interesting, man. Um, the, I, exactly what you just said. They're just free discussions, and that there could be repercussion because of false information. It, that's interesting. It's easy to do it under the guise of like, well, yeah, we need to be um, uh, monitoring what people are saying and stuff like that. Sure, I don't want to purposely slander something, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Um, but that's different from having a free discussion and going, right. well, here's what I think about it, mm-hmm. and then two weeks later, you learn the truth and go. Oh, I was wrong about because that was my right. opinion. Yeah. I was just talking about mm-hmm. that's different. Yeah, you you can't monitor discussion. Well, and and where is the end? You What's know, and so end? I guess uh, you know we can we can get into that. But some of the things that I, w- I wanted to read uh, uh, some of this stuff. So Spotify rolled out new restrictions uh, on content that that the platform deems dangerous, yeah. deceptive, sensitive, and illegal, which is. It's really interesting. The rules will apply to musicians, podcasters, and contributors. Spotify warned, uh, don't prom- Spotify warned, don't promote violence, incite hatred, harass, or engage in any other behavior that may place people at risk of serious physical uh, death or injury. Injury. <clears throat> Spotify labels content dangerous uh, if it is prom- if if it promotes selling illegal drugs. 
threatening serious physical harm or acts of violence against specific target or specific group uh, or glorifying child grooming behaviors. Okay, this is really interesting, right? As yeah, you can imagine, because yeah. I'm sure I see your wheels a turning here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, by Spotify's own terms, this is the author here yeah. writing, uh, <laughs> there will seemingly be no shortage of musical artists uh, who have already violated their new rules in the platform uh, that the platform considers dangerous content. Right. Their music. Right, their music. Some There's the music. music that is pure garbage out there, and they don't throw a fit about that stuff. No. They can praised. say whatever they want because it's it's creative. Right, the filthier the song, yeah, the more what more in the it gets. world? Hey, man, isn't that wild though? It's like you it's have inc- all these people that are studio gangsters that are talking about like <clears throat> literally killing people, murdering cops, right? right? Uh, all this stuff, right. selling drugs, how you should treat women. Oh I'm, my goodness! Yeah, and I'm not. And again, I'm not saying that they should be deplatformed. I'm not saying that their music should should not be out there now. I disagree with the music. I, I think don't it's listen disgusting to the music. Lyrics. I think it's disgusting. Yep. I don't think it's edifying. I think it's, it is a detriment to society. Okay? I don't listen to it. But do I think that they shouldn't have the liberty or the freedom to present it? No, I do not. Right. I think they should have that right. Right. Even though I disagree with it. Yikes, it, man. It's dangerous stuff because if, if that's the game we're playing, well, and you've already made that point, like where does it end? Well, and one of the things that they said is like, uh, it, it, so this is actually the CEO of Spotify, uh, Daniel Eck. He said, it is important to me that we do not take the position of being con- being content censor while also making sure that there are rules in place uh, and consequences for those who violate them. What? How does that make any sense? We're not going to censor, but if you violate, but, we're gonna, there's going to be consequences. That doesn't make any sense. How is this not censoring? Attempting to control content is censorship. Censoring. Right? You're yeah. going to see – if you dictate what can be and what cannot be on your platform, that is censorship. Yeah. Is it not? Mm-hmm. Or am I overthinking it? No, but, but let's play, uh, uh, I suppose, devil, devil's advocate too. Um. Uh, I don't know how to how to phrase this. Spotify as a business, mm-hmm. um, they're a business though, right? They have the right to run it however they want. Yeah, that's true. Can we argue that? Can we argue that? No, they they do have the the ability to do that. And right. I but, don't have a problem with that. But and yet at the pointing same time, out I guess the I folly of it, right? The inconsistency yeah. to say, can we be honest? Because it's just a. Uh, a big show to say we're actually just trying to censor this though right that's yeah. that's my problem when you're gonna let all this other crap get get a pass right because the thing is is that they weren't even on the radar as far as this this exactly content exactly. issue right. until uh the rogan's podcast had a right. couple uh doctors on that went against you know the mainstream uh narrative Right. Um, I mean, that that's that was that's what be, began the issue. And right. again, it's I mean, there was some time back when Spotify employees took exception to the transgender uh, perspective that Rogan presented or or I guess presented or what, however, that, however, that looked. They had an, they took issue with that. Yeah. Now, again, why is that a problem? Why is it a problem to have dialogue about content or, or a, a specific subject? I don't know, man. I'm trying to look at like Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, his uh, the contract deal. 
because same thing like to him, man, you know, once contract is up, if you want to go shopping around, I mean, go somewhere else. But I, I guess I do want to be clear. I don't want to tell Spotify how to run their business. You know, if you do want to, I guess, <laughs> censor someone, okay. It's just that it's revealing your true intent. Because like what you said, if you're going to be monitoring all this other stuff, there's, you could almost get rid of um, hip hop and rap entirely. Yeah. Al- almost. Right? Yeah. I'm, I'm not throwing the whole thing out, but let's be real. Yeah. And I shouldn't just single it out. There's obviously other genres of oh, music absolutely. that have disgusting lyrics. Right. Yeah. I-, I love um, pure, actual, old country, but I can find some country music today that's got sure. some filthy lyrics. But, but so I'm not. What about the other podcast? I mean, surely other there are po- other oh. podcasts that are presenting awful heinous things yes and i and i don't know that because I, I don't listen there, to them. but i'm saying like the probability is there for um, sure right yes i, I want to oh let's see you look that up i'm gonna read this okay uh so there, there's again the article is is good uh in the last couple of paragraphs it says earlier this month an open letter allegedly co-signed by 270 doctors was sent to Spotify in an effort to cancel Rogan. However, (laughs) it turned out that the majority of those signatures were not legally allowed uh, to practice medicine on their own. Uh, In May of 2020, or I'm, yeah, 2020, sorry. Yeah. In May of 2020, uh, Rogan reportedly signed a $100 million deal with Spotify that gave the streaming service exclusive distribution rights of his podcast, but not ownership. And I think that he he actually owns a little stock even yeah, in Spotify, yeah. which, uh, again, that that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, he could, you know, again, some of the terms are changing and I don't know how his, how his contract is structured, but there is a potential that he could say, you know what? Look, I'm out. I'm taking yeah, my yeah. podcast yeah. and going down the road to true discussion media. So come on over. Um, no, I wanted to look up if there's podcast <laughs> reviewing, wow. um, illegal substances. And if obviously there is, I mean, I just wanted to make sure by looking it up, but there is, so you right. can find <clears throat> podcasts are reviewing um, usage, usage of illegal drugs. Uh, sure. Podcasts on – there's, I'm a, sure, I'm there's sure a lot of podcasts reviewing all stuff. kinds of stuff. Okay. <clears throat> so there. a part of the problem and, – and so we're kind of segueing <laughs> into this next uh, thing or issue is that the censorship is bogus because – there have been, uh, and, and in fact, and there's probably more, but uh, I, another article from uh, the Daily Wire by Megan Basham, there's been four instances where things have been censored as far as content uh-huh. and, and as misinformation. They've been labeled as misinformation, and so it's been censored, and it's been like fact check, all that stuff, right? There's been this massive pushback, um, but there's been four times that that's happened, and come to find out, it was actually true. And so that's a problem. That's why it's a yeah. problem. Because Joe Rogan can't have a, a individual on that has a differing opinion based on a, a knowledge set, based on these credentials of study. I mean, one of the doctors is one of the doctors, and I can't remember what, the type of vaccine, but was one of the, the founders of, the, of this ability that has given, given us the COVID vaccine. So mm. – a part of that science. He's right, one of the right. founders of, of, of that whole process. And so he, surely he has some knowledge, right? That to, to, yeah. f- had to develop a formed opinion. Now, right. if it goes against the, the mainstream uh, narrative, 
why? I mean, there's questions, right? Well, why? Why do you not buy into this? Right. But that's a good conversation, right? right? Why, why is it too? So this doctor, if we're going to pick someone or multiple doctors or anyone, I guess, of authority has more knowledge and experiences in it, mm-hmm. but they have a different opinion. Right. Why is it that we throw them out just all together? Just th- throw the individual out. We don't want to hear from them because they have a different opinion. Yeah, but don't you want to hear, like, he has a reason for saying it. Right. Now, now, maybe he's wrong. Right. But you don't even know there until we have a conversation. through the conversation. Right. So just because from the outset he has a different opinion, why do you just get to dismiss it and ridicule it? I, 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 how, how do we get there, I guess? That's, that's bizarre. That's well, where we're at now. Again, though. a part of the, the process of, like, teasing out truth is understanding sort of both views, right? Like we've had conversations on on here and on social media with people that we adamantly disagree with. And it's as you engage in that conversation, you begin to see that, yeah, that's folly or not true. But at the same time, if you're being objectively honest, it's like, well, I could kind of see how you can get there, right? And most of the time, and, and or maybe I shouldn't say most of the time, but some of the times it's, well, I can see how you get there if you weren't biblically biblically rooted or <laughs> right. sound. Right. I can see how you could come to that conclusion. Right. And that's been some of the conversation that we've had. And so uh, I digress. The four <laughs> things I wanted to – I don't want to read this whole thing, but the lag, lab leak theory was one of those things. Oh, that's that's racist. That's complete garbage. Insane. Right. Right. Absolutely. So there's that. Uh, the COVID vaccine uh, and and menstrual cycles. I'm not sure. <laughs> so that obviously impacted. But they said, Oh no no no. There's no truth to that. Right. Okay. And these people are are made out to be kooks, man. And that's the part that that is frustrating to me. So you have a differing opinion, and so now you're you're blasted or you're canceled or you're treated like subhuman. Okay, but yet we we're gonna fight for uh, equality or equity, equity of outcome, right? Bullcrap. Yeah. Only if it fits your narrative. Okay. Uh, the the <laughs> other one was masks, which we've we've blasted masks <laughs> for a long time, right? Like, doesn't work. Quit it. And if you're wearing a cloth right. mask, quit. Yeah. Like it, you're doing no good. None. And and yeah, we said that early, and I. No, I want to. I don't want to backpedal because we said it early. But even when we said it, there was our research already backing that. Right. Up. So yeah, that wasn't absolutely. just me going. Ah, maths are stupid. Yeah. Um. But now we know. We're what right. two years into this thing. Mm-hmm. We yeah. know. So right. you can you can stop with it. Well, and, and then the last one has been uh, you know the natural immunity offering uh, more protection than vaccines. Yes. Which was which was pushed absolutely actually pretty much from the beginning. Pretty much, but right. it was just made fun of. Oh, absolutely. That's insane. Yeah. Herd immunity. Oh. It's all like it's all because about the vaccine and masks. Panels of doctors yeah. that have come out and said uh that the natural immunity is the be- the better way to go. Right. It, here's the thing too now. We we are in two we're two years in. So both camps can now look back and go what what turned out to be true? Okay. Starting out, what were we told? Herd immunity? No, you're insane. Masks are, are going to save you. Then we're gonna get the vaccine. That's gonna save you. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if you were against any of that, you were gonna die. Oh, right? Just hurry up and die. Yeah. Well, we're two years later. I'm not dead. Right? You're not dead. We're not dead. A well, lot it, of us are not dead. Come out and they were against this. Statistics are showing now. So we're 
a year into the vaccine, and there are more hospitalizations <clears throat> this year with the vaccine right. than there were last year right. when there was no vaccine. And so and the Omicron is, or what, however you pronounce it, yeah. is is not as lethal. No, it's like, nothing. It's, it's nothing. Right. Yeah. It, it is uh, really transmissible, mm-hmm. but it's nothing. Right. Okay. Uh, we're back to a normal cold. Right. whoop de freaking do Right. Let's move and on. So, again, the other camp uh, that was pushing the vaccines, that's our savior. Well, here we are two years later, and you already made a good point mm-hmm. about those being vaccinated, um, filling most of the hospital numbers. But also, is it is it even working? We're on the f- fourth booster, mm, right? Yeah. I mean, I thought this was all supposed to work, and you're on the fourth boost, fourth booster. And so, the people from the beginning were saying we were going to be dead because we were dumb and didn't do anything, and yet here you are, right. and you're on the fourth. Like, I just, at what point do you just step back and go, man, what what ended up being true, right? And maybe yeah. that's what we should probably follow. Yeah. Well, have you seen or read any of like this this stuff done in Sweden? There's a lot of stuff reporting at now uh, about them because they they did not do anything as in terms of like the government <laughs> lockdowns. They didn't do any of that, right, not right. mandating anything. Um, and and I think that they've come out and said that you know people naturally sort of. Uh, pump the brakes on a lot of activity. Sure. You know, they, sure. they were mindful of social distancing and all that stuff, but really they put it on the people and the people did that on their own. Yeah. And I feel like that's, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay <laughs> with that. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, but I, just a great question uh, for people to think about, like at what point do you just say enough's enough? Like we can get back to normal. Let me just choose what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we know now, like we know right. what is working, what is not working. So, make up your mind. Good gravy. What else you got there, little buddy? <clears throat> I mean that that's that's really it as far as <laughs> that goes. So, wish I had some more pistachios. <laughs> um, why? Because I would eat them right now. They're why? so good. Do you know why pistachios are good? Why? Pist- I was trying to make a pistachio. They though. are really good, though. I know. Okay. Are we going to get into some scripture, or did you want to talk about your weekend? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind talking about my weekend. All right, um, scripture it is. No, I'm just kidding. What's up here the weekend, big guy? Uh, you said you were challenged. I was challenged, man. <clears throat> okay, so you know, I mean, you know very well, and the listeners know very well where I stand as far as the the greatest sport on the planet, which is ballet. That's not ballet. No, from my perspective, not yours. Dang, dude. What is it, bro? Tell me. Wrestling. Wrestling. So wrestling, I'm telling you, it's wrestling a dope, it's a dope is. Sport. I'm not going to make fun of that. I, I, I love the sport of wrestling, and I, and I, uh, it, I, it, and again, I'm biased. I get it. Okay. But <laughs> I, but I'll, I'll tell you this, man. And, and, and so I'm going to get. What's I, the only it, sport recorded in, in the Bible? Wrestling. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was an easy one. <laughs> uh, okay, so when I and and I'm gonna I'm gonna share why I why I believe it. Okay. One, I wrestled as a kid, and I and I did that for several years, and um, you know, I, I was okay. And part of it was because I guess I'm gonna I'll back up and and just say like that that's not the important thing the important thing is is that i believe as i look back and and again may i could be off on this and maybe you'll push back theologically <laughs> okay. here okay here we go uh, but i believe that god used wrestling in my life um and i think that it's something that saved me 
And I, and I mean Whoa, that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Or I didn't and, even know you thought that about Okay. Oh, All absolutely, right. man. Um, and a part of that is just because of the outlet, the challenge, the discipline that it took. I mean, all of those things were not things that I was getting from a single, uh, you know, my mom was a single mm-hmm. mother raising four kids and mm-hmm. we were hooligans and we didn't, so we didn't have that discipline or structure. Um, and so it kept me out of doing bad things because again, if I, if my grades weren't up, I couldn't wrestle. Oh, you sure, know what sure. I'm saying? If, uh, you know, and you it, and had so, to wrestle. I mean, right, there, it was so something it was... that I had, uh, you know, measurable success in, right, right. and so uh, I, I loved it, man. I loved the challenge of it. Um, but as I look back again, it was an outlet that that God provided, man. And so it was a way to get out all that frustration, all that anger, um, and to learn some discipline. And 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 all the the team stuff. Uh, I I love sports and have always been competitive, and so it, it was right up my alley. You know, um, the thing about wrestling that I love is that it is such a team sport, right? In that uh, you you have to rely on on the people in the room, mm-hmm. right? I mean, obviously your coaches, but the people in the room make a difference. You know, if you have solid competitors in the room that are, that are about the same goal of getting better and working hard and, you know, all that stuff. Um, that, that is going to determine a lot about a wrestler's career. And so it, it matters as far as a team. The other thing is that the other dynamic though, is that at the end of the day, it's you versus one other yeah, individual man. on the mat. That's pure. And so uh, you're you're trying to force your will. He's trying to force his will. Um, and and on on each other, you're on each other, and you're doing that alone. And yet at the same time, it's a team sport, right? Because that's that encouragement and, right, and that right. you know they're cheerleading and all that stuff. And and so it, it's just it's I love the sport of wrestling. Now, <clears throat> so my youngest boy is. Uh, He's been wrestling kind of for three years, mm-hmm. right? This is his third year. Um, in the first year, again, we practiced and that. We went to one tournament. Um, last year, we did two tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, so far, we've done two. Now, you're, the older one doesn't wrestle. He does not wrestle. And no, he, he didn't. He tried it. Um, and, you know, to be honest, as yeah. I've grown as a parent, an adult, and and have taken a more active role in the coaching process, mm-hmm. um, I, I see where I kind of wish I would have pulled the reins in a little bit with him. and Because there was a – and it was the first year that Noah, my youngest, wrestled just the one tournament – well, they both had like a challenging experience, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of wish that I would have maybe held them out as far as competing. You know, I wasn't necessary. I wasn't like I didn't feel like yeah, you're ready. But they were both like yeah, yeah, we want to do it, we want to do it. Um, and so I, I kind of let them do that. And and there was a a, a challenging experience, and so uh, that it's just not his deal. Now my older boy is also. Um, He's just not like sports are not his thing, and or at least as it sits right now, they're not his thing, and that's okay. My younger boy, uh, I say this often to him and others. I think we're cut from the same cloth. Yeah, I mean we're we're just um, he's easy for me. Yeah, you know, and we, it, and I think we talked about. Well, that. if I was gonna bet money on which one would be a wrestler, it's it's Noah. I mean, yeah, you can just tell by hanging. Yeah, around. and that's a, not a good or bad thing. That's just no, yeah. wow, you you. With yeah. made for wrestling. Okay. And and the thing is, is that like he has he does like it and he's and he's taken to it. And I think that there's just some natural things that I see in him. Um 
and and other coaches too that like he just into positional awareness, um, situational awareness. Like he, there is a natural ability that I see in him um, that will will help him out. Now, the first tournament this year, uh, he won all four matches, got first place, um, did it in dominant fashion, like wrestled very well. Um, that being said, though, at every uh, – and this is the the hard part, right? It's like at every match, um, like he came off the mat, even winning, right? And he's like emotionally spent, like about to cry. Mm-hmm. After a win. And so it's like, man, uh, there was times in throughout the match where, you know, things weren't quite going the way that, that they, you know, you'd like them to go for him. And, and you could tell, like, he got sort of a little overwhelmed or whatever. Um, there's a time where, uh, you know, a kid got the choice and they're like, he wanted Noah to go down. And, and it was like, oh, you know, like almost frantic. And so, mm-hmm. like, that was very difficult as a, as a parent. And so, sure, um, sure. So what I did was uh, we didn't go to tournaments. We so that was earlier in the season, and so we we didn't. And there were some tournaments that we had talked about going to that, that were relatively close. We we did not go. I made that decision that you know I don't I don't know if that's good. Now we went to a tournament this last weekend, and and so I guess you know all this to say, uh, man, like before his first match. Like he, he was, he was starting to cry, man. And I'm like, what's going on? You know, just trying to be an encouragement to him. And, uh, I, it's, it's tough, dude. So he goes out and he pins a kid like, I don't know, 28 seconds. I mean, like he, he, he he did good, you know? Um, and then his second match came along and he just, he, 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 he didn't, he, and he, in fact, he lost his next three. Mm-hmm. And, and as a dad, dude, like it's, uh, like it's tough, man, to watch him struggle so much, uh, just on an emotional level because he's not, and I don't know what it is, man. He just gets like overwhelmed to this point where, where it's like, it's not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable for him. It's not enjoyable for me, man. It's tough. It's tough to watch. Cause I can't, I can't do anything for him. You know what I'm saying? Like right, I can't. Right. I can't like you. You know what I'm saying like we're a team, uh, but I can't wrestle that match for him. And and I I believe in him, and I know that if he would just wrestle how he knows mm-hmm. to wrestle, and how he's been you know how he's been working his tail off to wrestle, like he wouldn't have lost any of those matches. One of the kids I think would I think it would have been actually a really good match, but to be honest, I don't think he would have lost any. And it's so hard, dude, to like watch him struggle in that regard because it's not a it's not like I'm watching you struggle uh to lift something and I can lift it with you. Right. right? Like you are on an island, man. And you know, I can encourage you and I can tell you, hey, no, 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 you got uh quit backing up. Don't look over here. You know what I'm saying? Get your hands up. You know, all of this stuff, you know, right, just some right. of the basic stuff that, you know, um uh, would help but like he's got to do those things and uh man it's just tough dude because i left that tournament like just emotionally drained because i hurt with him mm-hmm. i love him man i love and, the, and the, i was thinking about this as i was run, running today like um <clears throat> you know I, i'm a i'm a friend I feel like I'm a good friend, or I I try to be. You know, I'm a husband. I'm mediocre at that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? 
I'm a, I'm a coworker, I'm a cousin, I'm a son, I'm, you know, all those things. But dad is the thing that I, I cherish most, man. Yeah. I love being a dad. And not that I forget those things, but I feel like there's times where I feel like I take that for granted a little bit. But sure, what sure. A, a privilege that is to be called dad. And, you know, like I said, I left that tournament just feeling emotionally exhausted and just like I, I don't know what to do because there's that inclination of like, man, I don't want to be a detriment to you, kid. I don't, I don't want to put you in a place that, that you're going to fail or you're going to develop this uh, inability or, or this, uh, this uh, you, when you get to this adversity, this level where you feel like, I can't do it, I can't mm, do it, right, right. That, you, that you fail or that you resort to giving up or anything. I don't want to be that. I want to be dad. I want to help you achieve success. And again, is that is that a, a societal measure? No. I want him to know that no matter what, like, yeah, it's going to be tough. Life is tough, but but you got to keep pushing yeah, forward, right. you know, and all those things. And <clears throat> one of the coolest things uh, before we transition to the spiritual side of this um, is <laughs> so after every match, like. This is, so there's some intentional things I've done, right? Like I, I've taken a more active role in coaching um, and, and with our program. Uh, at, at practice, I'm, t- I'm tough. I'm mm-hmm. tough on all the kids. Now, and I don't mean that in like a, like, give me 50 kind of way. Right, I'm right. saying like we have a high standard. We're here for and a reason. the reason, reason that right. I have a high standard is because I want these kids to love the sport and I want them to achieve success. And I think that success is what – that's what breeds love, right? You go out and get your butt kicked because we have a low standard that everybody can achieve. No one is going to want to stick with that. Yeah. No one. Yeah. So we have a high standard of like, look, this is how you do it. And we're going to drill that and we want you to be successful. Okay. So I'm tough on everybody. I'm a, and, and I think probably a little tougher on my own kid. Okay. Now, um, there's also times in practice where I recognize that what I'm, when I, I'm engaging with him, I, I'm going to walk away. Because my relationship is far more important. We get in the Jeep after practice, and I'm dad. Sure. Okay? So if I say anything about practice, it is positive reinforcement, positive reinforcement, and that is it. Okay? Because I'm not coach anymore. That's not where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And if we get home, we're not talking about it either. Megan might say, hey, I'll practice go. And I might at that point say, well, you know, we didn't quite get the effort I would have liked or whatever it might be. Okay? Or, or, or. It was fine. You know, um, at tournaments, it's the same thing, man. Like, I, I'm coaching him in the match. My first thing uh, when he comes off the mat, either way, is positive every single time. Right. Now, it's not like, again, you know, he, he lost some matches and he got a little upset. And it's like, look, no, you need to go shake the coach's hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we need to be respectful. Um, but the first thing I say to him, other than that engagement, I'm not chasing him down as he's upset. I'm not chasing him down. Yeah. The first thing I say to him is, have you drinking water? Okay. How you doing? Right. Like I care about his heart. Right. I wins and losses. I don't care about that. That's not because that's not the point. Now, again, at some, at some point in, in the career, is that what it's about? Yeah. Probably to some degree, but it ain't now. Mm -hmm. And it's maybe in high school. And again, you know, who knows how far to go? Sure, and yeah. that's that yeah. again. That's irrelevant. The main thing is that you enjoy it, and and I'm concerned about your heart. Uh, so, he lost his first one, and that was tough, man. That was tough. Yeah, that was tough for him. 
Uh, and then he lost the second one, and again, tough. But I feel like he 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 learned to get over it a little better. The last one, it's like, man, dude, I I. And again, <clears throat> you know, there's a dynamic there that is is challenging. Um, and so you know, I got. I did my little lap. I came and said, hey, do you have some water? Um, it took the water bottle. You know, and you could tell he's upset, which he should be. You know, no one should enjoy losing. Um, but then what? The one of the coolest things happened, man. And I, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, you know, talk to some of the kids at practice. Or I'm going to talk to the kids at practice sure, this sure. week and about this because this is what it's all about. Or not what it's all about, but a vitally important thing is that we're sitting there and and our our program's head coach was he was standing there he was kind of you know just present which was good um another wrestler from our team came over grabbed Noah's hand pulled him up and they went out and worked mm-hmm. and they went and went and rolled around and it kind of worked on some stuff and it just dude i it made my heart so happy <laughs> right because i don't need to say anything in that and and the truth is is that you know, that's what he needed, right? Like Man, he didn't yeah. need dad or coach or, or, or dad coach. He didn't need any of that. And and again, it doesn't mean that we can't have a conversation. It's just this, this, this teammate came and showed that care for him. Mm. Like he knew he was down and all that. And it's like, Hey, let's go, let's go roll around. Let's go work. And he did it, man. And I just, I, I was overjoyed by that. Now, the spiritual side of that is like sometimes I, I I feel like I've learned so much as it pertains to God through my kids, right? Like how does God in and, and so in this instance, like how does God view us, right? And it, it it what I the things that I want to say to Noah in those moments is is and and not just Noah, like all my kids, is that you are tougher than you give yourself credit for. Yeah. Right. Mm. And that doubt creeps in because we're put in a situation that it's it's too hard. And and it legitimately feels too hard right. in right. that moment. And you know, the thing is, is that God, I have to imagine that God is is sitting up there saying, like, no oh, man, lean into me. I've 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 told you, like my word <laughs> says that you are more than conquerors. Now, it, I'm not taking that out of context. I'm saying right. that there are spiritual attacks and there are things that we go through. There is someone listening right now that is potentially on the verge of suicide, man. You are tougher, you are stronger than you know. It doesn't feel like it right now. But what does God's word say? Mm. What is the hope that we have in the creator of all things? The sustainer of life is our source of hope and our source of strength. Hang on, right? <clears throat> and those are the things that I want to say to my kid in that moment is like, man, you can, you can right, do this, right. even though you feel like you can't. And I, I want to be an encouragement to him. Now, one a verse that, that kind of came to mind is that Paul uh, in Philippians there, uh, it's Philippians three uh, sixteen, mm-hmm. and and he's <clears throat> he's he's admonishing the church and he's and he's trying to build them up and he's he's talking about you know uh, straining towards uh, the goal and and so what I'm gonna do I'll I'll read uh, twelve through sixteen it says in chapter three of Philippians it said uh, not that I've already obtained this or I'm already perfect but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me His own brothers I do not consider that I have 
made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to light what lies ahead. I press on towards the goal of the prize of the upward call that God has given, or that God, upward call of God in Christ Jesus, sorry. Uh, uh, let those of us who are mature think this way. And if in anything you think otherwise, uh, God will reveal that also. Now, verse 16, to me, is is important here. Let us hold, let us hold true to what we have attained. Okay. And I think, uh, I feel like the NIV maybe puts that in a little bit different, but the truth here and in, in what is being conveyed is that <clears throat> live up to what you know. And I think that's how the NIV phrases it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Live up to what you know. Yeah. Okay. So in that wrestling situation, right? Like if Noah would have just lived up to like wrestle, like, you know, Wrestle in the way that, that you have been trained, right? Through repetition, through hard work. All of those, live up to that. And buddy, you're going to do great. Yeah. Okay? How many Christians, and, and this is a part of our Mighty Message Monday, being here's the, or doers of the word rather, okay? Live up to what you know. If we would just do that, do that one thing, live up to what we know, right? Regardless of where we're at theologically, okay? Regardless of where we're at well, not maybe not theologically, but as it pertains to because we give Calvinism or the doctrines of grace a hard time, right? <laughs> but look, if you live up to what you know, it doesn't matter, right? Because there there is an understanding of of what the Word of God says mm-hmm. that everybody that is in in Christ has, okay? And we're all at different stages of of life and the walk and all that. But if we would just live to what we know our lives would be so much more productive and healthy, mm, mm. right? And, and so less stress-filled because that joy that we have in, in that no, no depth nor height oh nor, or anything in all creation can separate us from the love of yeah. God, right? That we're more than conquerors, okay? That there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, mm. okay? If we lived up to those things, if we lived up to do not be harsh with your wives, Right? It, the spirit, the gifts of the spirit, all, I mean, so much of that stuff, right? If we would just live up to that, man, we'd be in such a great place. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I guess maybe to wrap it up, man, yeah, I, I'm yeah. just so excited <clears throat> about the possibility of helping this, you know, my kid grow. Okay. But I'm telling you, it was, it was challenging, uh, to, to see him struggle like that. And it, it just, it broke my heart in a lot of ways because I wanted to help. I wanted to be there. And, and I, and I was there. Right. But at the same time, like he's kind of got to go that he's got, he's got to figure it out in, not on his own, but in a sense on his own. Yeah. Right. God's word has given us all that we need for life and godliness. According to second Peter chapter one, all things. Okay. But we kind of got to figure that out on our own. Right. So when we talk about the mercy of God, that, that you know, yeah, as it pertains to the personal walk, right, or that grace of God, you know, when we talk about that, that is not from this lofty theological perspective necessarily. It is rather from a place of, yeah, I really screwed up, man. <clears throat> and by the grace of God, I, I have experienced a peace that, that surpasses all understanding because of God's grace, not because of my ability, right? right? <clears throat> so that's the perspective that we're coming from. So uh, anyway, man, that, that's why it was challenging this week, but uh, praise be to God. Yeah. So. Good grief, man. Yeah, ballet never did that for anyone. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 
<clears throat> Brother, good stuff. The one I was going to just kind of pull on a little bit too, and you read it, was uh, forgetting what is behind and straining oh, toward yes. what is ahead, right? Yeah. Like how often do Christians, we're all guilty of that. Like we're all guilty of not forgetting what was behind us. Right. Right? Oh, Sometimes man. we live right. in five years ago every day. Right. We keep remembering, man, five years ago I did this. I was such a turd. And you live in that. What are you doing? Well, think press of, on, bud. Right. Well, think about this too, and and I like that perspective that you, that you bring up a great point. But think about this. Let's think about this in a marital relationship, right? Is that I might think about yeah five years ago, uh, maybe some errors that I made, or maybe I think about five years ago or three years ago, two years ago, the errors that my spouse made. Mm. Okay, and I'm hanging on to that. Oh gosh, what good is that doing me? And then here you go, you read this verse, and it's like. Dude, you you've got to let that stuff go. Yeah, man. Okay, dude. and it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt, but you can't. You there is no healing when I'm sitting back. Right, dwelling. right. None. Um, I mean, I would argue that's you're right. No healing is going to come from that. Um, but I would argue the only thing that is, that is going to come from that, from sitting in what is behind, is is poison. Oh, absolutely. That's all it can do. It's going to be cancerous. Yeah. And so that, I mean, brothers and sisters, that goes into every aspect of your life. Whatever you're you're living in in the past and just setting in it, stop. Yeah. Pre- press forward. Absolutely. Right? Strain yeah. toward for what is what yeah. is ahead. Um, brother, that's good stuff. I was going to pull at something, and you can tell me to bugger off if you want. Um, but you kind of, I mean, you dropped, you know, that you were you had a little bias toward wrestling because you said you kind of believe maybe God used wrestling mm-hmm. to to save you. Speak on that, you weirdo. Well, I just uh, again, man. Like how so? And, <clears throat> and I, I, as a as a young, uh, so I grew up. Uh, you know, my mom was a single mother, four kids, um, and and uh, you know, my my dad wasn't he wasn't involved. Sure. Until until I got a little older, um, so I was twelve, thirteen years old mm-hmm. when my dad kind of came in the picture, and and you know, my mom. Uh, and I, I love my mom, and I, yeah, I don't yeah. mean this in a, in a disrespectful way by any means. Uh, and I'm not trying to put her business out on the street. You know, she she was, I think, 15 when she got pregnant with my older brother, mm-hmm. and she was kicked out. And so she was a kid trying to raise kids, trying yeah, to figure yeah. it out. You know, she had some emotional uh, trauma uh, as as a kid herself, and so she did the best she could do. Now that being said, you know, uh, at least us three older kids for sure. We endured some things, man, that that no no kid should endure uh, because of of life choices and things like that, uh, and it was challenging, man. And as a result of that, uh, like I, I was angry, you know, which I think is relatively normal. Sure. Uh, and and I was angry at my dad, and so as a result of those things, wrestling was right up my alley, man, mm. because I was I am still competitive, but I was competitive then. And I was like, I don't want to say mean in like a malicious way, but like aggressive. And, and sure, so sure. it, it just, it, I was able to do it and have like, I had success really early because of those things. Mm-hmm. And, and so that, that was a joy. I think the other thing too, is like, it gave, again, it gave me an avenue to release some of that aggression and, and all that stuff and learn some disciplines and things like that. Um, the other thing too, and this is, <clears throat> it, we live in a rural area and, and you know how it is, man. It's like you, uh, oh, you're so-and-so's kid or whatever. And sure. people get labeled and stereotyped <laughs> right, and right. there's this like, uh, oh, you're... <laughs> 
you know, snooty people. And that probably is everywhere. I get it. Sure. Uh, but yeah. it just seems like in a small town, it like so much is based on your name. Like it, I don't know. Yeah. And, no, and you're maybe, not the first to say that for right. sure. For sure. So it, it just, I obviously did not come from a affluent family or, you know what I'm saying? Or, or I want that. My yeah. name wasn't top shelf name. <laughs> right. I was not a top shelf name. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I played basketball too, like in middle school. Oh, I didn't know you played basketball. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and that was one of those sports where your name was really dictated. And, mm-hmm. and wrestling was a sport that I could not be denied. You, you because you're gonna you're going to put the best kid on the you know what I'm saying right and right. again I'm not and and basketball is one of those things where it's a team sport and it's like if you have a kid that isn't quite as good or quite there he could be made up for when you have a kid that sure. is really outstanding yeah and so it's just and again that's my perception I could be wrong <laughs> but uh, wrestling was one of those things where it, it it couldn't do that and so as a result of that like I feel like I was able to to in a sense, make something of myself as yeah. far as that as, as far as that goes. And again, you know, this is uh, hindsight and and years. Sure, and years sure. Ago, but so. I guess so. Can you? Can you? And this is a best guess. Well, I'm going to ask you something we don't know. Um, but can you speak to what do you think? What would have been the outcome for Chris Douglas had not wrestling been there? Uh man. You- all hypothetical. Yeah, clear, right, right. Absolutely. Right. Uh, because I, I feel like there, were, I still got into some things that I shouldn't have got into. Um, but I, I do think that the weight of that uh, maybe wasn't as big. Uh, I sure. feel like too the that determination to that that I learned from wrestling um, to not be bound by things. I feel like that that has helped me even with some of the struggles that I've had um, because I understand like life is full of adversity. And so I think it's some of those things that have helped. Now, again, I, I failed still. So I, right, I don't know. It's, right. it's definitely hard to say. Um, but I guess I, I do wonder if, if, because that kept me on the straight and narrow. Right. In, and, a, in and, a lot of ways. And, and so, so all, all you're doing is looking back today going, man, yeah, who knows? God probably, I, I believe yeah, I don't he used wrestling I, again, as a tool. He certainly could have used ballet. So. No, no. <laughs> I praise God so, he did. Yeah, yeah absolutely, man. I, I love, I, I love the sport of wrestling. It's dope. Um, so I don't know. I, I it was, it was a domino. It, yeah, a absolutely. stepping stone. In one yeah, in, absolutely. In your life. All right. Is there a loss, like a loss that you have that like was the most not I don't know painful, but like the most like a teaching that you were like, I, I really did not enjoy that. Uh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I would say that, but I would say that. So there was one, again, this is the mental side of it. Cause I've been sort of reflecting, you know, since this weekend. And I remember one time, uh, <clears throat> I think I wrestled, this was, I think my freshman year, maybe like one thirty years, something like that. And my coach had come to me and said, Hey, listen, I, I really think you could do well at one twenty five. Mm-hmm. And uh I obviously cutting weight was not and maybe it was one twenty actually. At at any rate, there was a weight cut involved and and I wasn't smart enough to do that. And so it was agonizing. And and I remember um like working down to to that weight to be able to participate either it was either at a tournament or a duel i I can't remember uh, at that lower weight and and it was agonizing man and i remember the day of 
the we had to ra- wrestle off, you mm-hmm. know, to see who was gonna wrestle oh, varsity. Right, right. And so, uh, I, I just agonizing, dude. And so we get to the to the wrestle off, and and it, and it, this is so dumb, man. I worked at Arby's, and instead of like you know, eating you know, something. And I don't know if anything good is at Arby's. I'm like, I'm going for the, the brownie, man. Yeah. Like, Oh, this is so good. I'm so hungry. Like, what was I thinking? No wonder I was in agony. Um, so I get to the wrestle off man. And I just mentally was done for. And so I wrestle and I, I lost the match, but I'm telling you right now, I remember mentally after that, like I was not in agony after I lost. Like, it was like, Oh like a relief that huh. I don't have to, I don't have to cut this weight. Right, and I remember right, going right. back into practice after that, and I wrestled fine as if nothing had happened and nothing changed, man. That nothing. is interesting. Yeah, it is. It's so so that that just that mental side of it, man, is definitely definitely there, man. It, it's a it's a. It's a, I feel like that's the beautiful thing and, and every sport is that way. And so I, sure. I am obviously biased, but you know, wrestling is, is tough in that regard because it is physically taxing, right, for sure. right. but mentally I, I, man, I, I have to think that that's a big part of it and that might be every sport, but definitely a huge part of it is, is that yep. so. Dang. All right, man. Wrestling. I guess I should check Because there's other times, too, where uh, you asked about a match. So I'll tell you about a win one time. And this was when I lived up in Washington State. And uh, we went to, I think it was like Centralia or Chehalis. And we were doing a duel. And nobody said anything to me about this kid that I was going to wrestle. No one said anything to me. And... um, and I and part of it is probably because they just knew that I'm, it might get in my head a little bit. Well, this kid was like ranked in the state, and I went out and I stuck this dude in the first period. And afterwards, then they told me, "Yeah, this we didn't say anything because this guy was really good." Um, but I, I and I think it would have played on me a little bit. It's so, so wild how that that can work. I guess right. Yeah. Okay, but does that not speak to what Scripture is saying? As like, it, okay. Had they told you that, yeah, your mind now will oh, be man, focused on the entirely wrong right. thing. Right. You're Absolutely. not focusing on what you should be living yeah. up to, right? But instead, you you don't have that information. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to focus on what I know, what I'm capable of. Yeah. Well, I think Greg talked about it in his sermon this last weekend. He was talking about how, like, when we focus on all of the struggle, and yeah, because yeah, look, yeah. there's a lot of it going on in our world, right? Like we've talked about several things, you know, whether it be censorship or COVID or, or whatever it is. Uh, we've talked about several of those things even tonight or on this episode rather. Um, and those can, excuse me, those can be emotionally draining or mentally taxing because it's like, Oh God, Gosh, darn, excuse me. Uh, what is going on in our world, you know? And there's a lot to be anxious about and overwhelmed by if we're focusing on those things. And right, when right, we're right, focusing right. on those things, we're not focusing on the glory of God. Right. We're not focusing on the victory that Jesus Christ had on Calvary. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and I think uh, Greg's ultimate point, too, was just that, uh, you know, any glory that's not his, I mean, you're, you're trying to make it about yourself, too. Ooh, yeah. And so, like, that's true. are you living in a way to bring... Bring glory to, to Christ. So, getting you some pistachios. Huh? I found some pistachios. Why are we doing this, man? Okay, we're gonna press on. I wanted to dive into Mighty Message Monday, which I don't think we've talked about on the podcast for a long time. Actually, yeah, as a, bro, as a segment, yeah, which is too bad, man, because 
you put them out every Monday, and they're actually really dope for the uh, listeners who have not, you know, implemented this super, super easy thing that Chris does for you. Chris throws out a Mighty Message Monday. It's uh, a little passage. He spoon feeds you some prayer, so you can pray a prayer that you want, or Chris kind of sets it up for you, a little little blueprint, and then uh, gives you the passage, and then some some really good questions to back it up to so that you are forced to think about Scripture, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes yeah. we're lazy, we read Scripture, and then we close the Bible and go back to playing PlayStation. Sure. Like, take take some time, mm-hmm. digest that, because that is the Word, the living Word of God. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're going to dive into it, man, because I was excited about this one. Um, it is, I'm going to warn you, brothers and sisters, this one is mighty, and it is message, and it is Monday. <laughs> so here we go. It, um, the passage you gave us was James 1, 22 through 25. We're going to go, or 23 through 25, right? Yeah, 22 not, through not 24. 25, okay. Um, here we go. Do not merely listen to the word. And so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. And it, you, you could stop right there and make a sermon out of that. Like, good grief. <clears throat> okay. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at the, his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Good. That's a good. That's a good yeah, chunk, buddy. man. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I don't know if there's any questions that maybe you want to tackle from yours specifically. I mean, uh, I, we. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess uh, you know. I'm throwing you on the you spot. Know, so. I'm sorry, but <clears throat> I, I felt like the word and part of the problem that I have like is <laughs> is narrowing it down, you know, or making a question because mm. sometimes there's like sure because the word deceive there is it's it's used in a mathematical term as well as as a false calculation right or or a, a miscalculation right. rather um, and so it, it is an interesting term. Now we understand what deceive means, okay? Right, right. But deceive from what? Right, because that that could be loaded. Deceive yourselves. Do not merely listen to the world, and so deceive Word. yourselves. You said the world. Do not listen to the. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's an entirely clear. different message, yeah. right? Do not merely <laughs> listen to the word, and so deceive yourselves. Um, and you're right, and you put that up for the the people who follow, right? In the verse 22, the word deceive is uh, used. This word in the Greek is a verb, and it means to be miscalculate to to miscalculate or reason falsely. Yikes. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Because what is, what is, and I'm, uh, I'm trying to think. In, in this case, uh, what could some of the implications of being deceived? Gosh darn it. That's not a great question. <laughs> Where did, what are the implications of that? Because ultimately, we could be talking about salvation, right? Right. The ultimate deception, I would say. Right? Yeah. Good. I mean, it's, I can't think of a bigger deception than going, yep, my name's in the, the, the book of life and living your life as such. Right. Bull crap. Man. That's a, that's a heavy one that we, and, and we would want to address, right? And so there's a couple of things, right? Like as a, as a proof text of a Christian standard, right? Don't mm-hmm. just be a listener, right? And, and I don't know if it's in, in James. I'm drawing a blank, but there is somewhere that talks about like, that's the easy part. 
right. listening to the word. Mm-hmm. Be be doers. Okay, right, we're called absolutely. to be active. Um, I love then the analogy that just punches you in the face. Uh, that would be like someone who looks in the mirror at himself and immediately forgets what he looks like. Do you look at yourself in the mirror and forget what you look like? I try to. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, man. But no, no one walks away going, oh, man, I can't remember what I look like. See, yeah, that's how dumb that is. Don't listen to the word and then walk away and not do anything. Yeah, but have you ever looked in the mirror and you see yourself, but then you go about your business as if you're way better looking than you actually are? And you deceived yourself. Because I do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and there's people that will humble you very fast. Make it as like... Because I, I do, I can be quite animated. I would admit that. Now, there's so many times where she's like, oh my gosh, I wish you could see your face right I now. wish you could see your face. Because <laughs> it's hideous. I'm okay, thankful. But I would back up a little. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I'm thankful Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Dobbs doesn't release every uh, video footage she captures on phone of me as well. Because yeah. there's some that's embarrassing. Well, I think she sent your wife yeah. some. It's like. <laughs> Yikes, bud. What is going on? Um, but I, I, okay, so I would back up just a touch. A part of the uh, the thing that um, we're trying to do here, or at least with the intention of the Mighty Message Monday, one of the things that has, has sort of helped me to be a little more consistent, not that it's been terribly inconsistent, but there have been seasons where I have not been as consistent. And, and so what I decided was I'm just going to go through the book of James. Okay? If this takes us five years. Five years it is. Five good years, man. Um, but I would back up a little bit because you kind of got to chunk it up a little because you're trying to, you know, okay, I'm gonna, I want to address these things. Now, if you go to verse 19, and this is something that I actually learned through my study, um, and which was last week's, uh, know this, my, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to, to, slow to anger for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. So that's 21. Uh, what is, I have always took that as just face value, right? Let everyone be quick to hear, slow to speak and slow to anger. Is that where you're at? Yeah, I would would agree with that. But there's a context there. And what is the context? The context is found in verse 21 and therefore (laughs) 22. Right? Yeah. So the context is therefore put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive, okay, this is where we're getting to, the with meekness the implanted word, mm. okay, which is able to save your soul. So the context here is be doers of the word, do not become angry, be slow to speak, okay? Just because you have an opinion that might differ from what the word says, okay, don't. Don't be be quick to listen, slow right. to speak, and do not become angry about it. Okay, and and we see a whole culture of Christians, finger quotes, if you're listening mm-hmm. and not watching on YouTube, uh, that that are angry about this stuff, that want to push right, back right. about. Well, surely women can be pastors, and which is one that we've caught flack on. Yeah, because um, it's garbage. Right, Sorry. homosexuality would probably be another one we've caught flack yeah, on because it's um, also garbage. A Hebrew roots movement uh, is something that again we've caught flack on because it's garbage. Right, so all of those things would would not be doing those things. Right, right, right. They're quick to quick to speak, slow to listen, yeah. and and getting angry about it. Right, okay about what the word of God says. So, uh, I, I just, I thought, I thought that was important one, because sometimes, you know, with the muddy message Monday, we got to kind of chunk it up. And so I do, I hope that we're not losing some of that 
contextual mm-hmm. part of sure, it. Sure, sure, yeah. Because we need to read the verses before and after because there's implications, yeah, as yeah. we'll learn next week, to being doers of the word. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree with you. The Mighty Message Monday is just that. It's a little nugget. Right. Um, we're trying to... Or rather, Chris really is trying to do the heavy no, lifting. It's us. <laughs> it's us. Chris is trying to do the heavy lifting and present it to the to the reader, so they can just have a nice little nugget Monday morning, wake up and do the easy work. Okay, but now that doesn't get you off um, scot free, brothers and sisters. You still need to put in some work. Read the verses before and after. Give it some context, right? Because right? that does change right. stuff. Yes. Um, or or a deeper, fuller meaning. Mm-hmm. You know what I love about that too is it says uh, slow to speak. Slow to become angry. So just so we're also aware, uh, you should be very quick to listen, mm-hmm. right? Shut up right. and just listen and soak it in. It doesn't then say, and never speak and never get angry. Right. Just sl- easy, bud. Right. Is it worthy of doing right. those things? Mm-hmm. And then also, I like verse 20, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So mm-hmm. two things. It's not get, saying don't ever speak and don't ever get angry. But it's a warning is like, don't do that so quick because right. you've done that before, you mm-hmm. human, and you suck at it. Right. Chill. Right. But that also means there is an anger that we we could have. Right. A righteous yeah. spiritual. Well, because again, and that's if a we good backed thing. up even further, right, right. you know, we, we talk about the temptation of yep. man, my flesh. Okay. And I and I I I did this somewhat intentionally, but to leave off the last part of verse 21, mm-hmm. okay, you know, uh receive the me- with meekness the implanted word. Which is able to save your soul. I saw that you took that off there, buddy. Right? Yeah. Okay. Then we get into 22. So be doers of the word, not just hearers, deceiving yourselves. Yeah. So there is a absolutely a context there. Yeah. Man. Um, interesting stuff. Interesting man stuff. So let's press on here for a little bit. So it is it. Therefore, can I draw from that that passage, all of 19 to 25, can I therefore conclude, oh, it's all my works that are going to save me. That's what James is saying. No, no. It's, I need to uphold the law. Like, that's what I need to do. That's what's going to save me. No. Oh, okay. Jesus is the only way to the Father. He uh, is a our, way. A way. No, no, no. The, the way. way. The way. And I the feel truth, bad even joking life. about that. Right, but... But I want to make right. a point because yeah. um, there are Christians, <laughs> falsely so-called, and also the world will tell you, no, 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 Jesus is just a way. Who am I to say? Um, you have authority to say that Jesus is the way because right. we're given that by Scripture, what Jesus and the said man himself, himself right. said he is the way. Yeah. Okay. I'll back off. Seriously, man. Um, t- t- to tackle something uh, quickly, I-, I don't know how long it's going to take, but... We had some engagement with uh, Hebrew Roots Movement again <laughs> on this passage, and there was a couple things, man, that that I I just didn't like. Um, and one of the conclusions that this individual stated was that following the law, and and can you look it up? I guess because I don't want to misquote, but so, somewhere around saying like following the law, you can get freedom. Is that what it's? What it said, uh, I don't want to misquote or misrepresent. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm all about that sweet truth on here, baby. Um, 
and the reason why that's important is because we're going to we're going to dive into that a little bit. Yeah, so in keeping God's law, you will have freedom from sin. Okay. Okay, maybe maybe not. By yeah, keeping okay. God's law, you will have freedom from freedom sin. from sin. I don't I feel like that's my pushback on that is no, in Christ. No, in Christ. Right, in, in Christ. Christ we have yeah. freedom from sin. Not the, not in the law. No. And I can show you time and time again where the law um never did that. It never gave us freedom. From any from anything. I'm confident in that. Shoot, let me see here. Um freedom didn't give it us or the law didn't the law didn't free us from sin. It pointed to sin. It highlighted it. Yeah, absolutely. That was the point of it. Romans tells us that. Okay. And so uh, da, 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 da. going back to the Hebrews movement. Um now again, they are big on this, right? Going back, keeping the law, right. um, they will say it is actually just how you demonstrate your love for God. And on, on the face, I, I, I can see that argument, but what they actually are saying is just that. You will find freedom mm-hmm. in the law, right. which is yeah. garbage. Okay? okay, so okay, so let me push back just a little bit. Uh, uh, okay, so verse 25. <clears throat> but the one who looks into the perfect law, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, the law of liberty yeah. and perseveres, uh, being no hearer, uh, who forgets but a but a doer who acts, yeah, uh, he is he will be blessed in his doing, Golly. yeah. Um, so when I was looking that up on the blue, uh, oh, what's the website? Blue letter, it's our Bible. tool, yeah, yeah, that, that shows us in the original. Uh, languages, mm-hmm. the perfect law there being spoken of is the law of Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. That's yeah. what it's talking that, it, about. I mean, there. the perfect law, perfect, right? That right. implies, right? Because we understand that the, the, the Levitical law was imperfect right. to, to bring anyone to salvation. Right. It was lacking in that. So Hebrews is very perfect. clear about that. Right. So it's, it's clear in the context of the word here, right? Who looks in the perfect law. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, that gives that, freedom. That gives freedom. That's Christ, yeah. And again, no one, and the problem is, is that we say that we say the same words, but we mean different things. Right. 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 Like, what I am not saying is, is that uh, we, we can do whatever we want and live however we want, and, and the law is just trash. That's not what I'm saying. The law right. is good. Right. The law is good. But is my righteousness found in the law? Nope. Is my no, righteousness no. found in my ability to keep the law? Nope. No. Is my peace in the law? No, absolutely not. My peace is in Jesus. My righteousness is in Jesus. My hope is in Jesus. Amen, in what man. he did. And, and so uh, this argument, we're saying the same things, right? No. Well, I'm not saying that. And I think he says that at some point. It's like, well, I'm not saying that uh, it's works-based or, or something to right. that effect. And it's like, But that's what following the law is. But that's, that's what you word, mean. Right. So uh, I just wanted to touch on one. This seems to be the super, super popular one for Hebrew Roots Movement because, to me, it's one of those – it's a self-righteous one. It's, it's a very easy one to cling to and then therefore proclaim your righteousness, I believe, um, is diet, mm-hmm. right? They, they go back to the old diet, and, and in my opinion, uh, don't brag or show off about that because it's super easy to just not eat certain stuff right. and then yeah. claim righteousness, okay? So yeah. I, don't, don't brag about that, first of all. Um, but anyhow, let's – so if we could just talk about that, because that's one of their first go-tos is that we should be eating clean. Is that, I mean, is that how they would mm-hmm. put it? Uh, kosher. 
So Hebrews uh, 13, I'm going to take a couple which we a couple verses. What annoys me about this is that <laughs> it's the same old crap I know. that we've already addressed multiple times. And 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 uh, whether that be in the thread or on the podcast or yeah. my goodness, man. Okay. I lo- I love the way this sets it up and then I well, I love the closing. Okay. Uh, Hebrews 13, 9. I think all we need is nine, actually. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace. Stop right there. What is good for our hearts? To be strengthened in grace. And the word there is, is to be established. That, that's the root of it. That's what, we're, that's what we're fixing our hearts on, by grace. Okay? That's what's good for, our, that's what's good for us, mm-hmm. to be set on grace. That is our foundation. That's why we're free. That's why we have Christian liberty. It is all grace. Then it ends by saying, not by eating ceremonial foods, which is of no benefit of those who do so. Yeah. Well, and again, how, so how do they contextualize that? Right. They You're, want to throw it out ultimately, and that's the thing that this is what it leads to. It's like on, on its face, you know, we don't have an issue necessarily with, with most of the the doctrines of grace, it's the right. the implications right. the of conclu- the, taking the conclusion, right? Yeah. Taking it to its furthest logical conclusion. That's where we have issue, right? Right, like determinism. Okay, um, some or maybe most uh, you know, doctrine people in that camp would not advocate necessarily for that, but then. But in the, the 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 doctrines that they believe or adhere to, that's where it leads to, right? And right. So that's why we push back on, right? Right. So, um, and so to that, uh, brothers and sisters, well, you threw it, you said a line real quick. I'm going to stay on it. When false doctrines, um, false teachers, false camps, call it whatever you want, when pressed with scripture, you're going to find this, and we find this all the time. When pressed with scripture. They are forced to ignore said scripture and toss it out Mm -hmm. or miscontextualize it. And to me, and and, and we are certainly, certainly going to dive into this into our uh, presuppositional apologetics episode. This Mm -hmm. is a a taste of it, brothers and sisters. When someone has given up scripture, when they deny it or twist it or misuse it, they have given up. Uh, their argument outright, right? Because now Scripture is not their authority; their interpretation of Scripture is their mm. authority. When you can take away verses, strip what you don't like, uh, use only what you like, you can say anything. And when you can say anything, you can't say anything, right? Yeah. And I know that doesn't make sense. We'll dive into an apologetics, but yeah. when you're when you're making your when you're making your interpretation your final authority, mm-hmm. you don't have a final authority. No, you don't. God's word is our final because it, you're standing on your own understanding, right? Right. Rather or someone God's. else's false teaching, right. or you know, when you're. And again, we'll we'll dive into the apologetics episode. But the reason why that is so is because if you take away one word, how do you know the other sentence follows is true? Right. As a as a human being in fallen sinful flesh, what gives you the right to pick and choose which verses are true and which are not? Mm-hmm. And I hope you see how that's a slippery slope. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Immediately. Yeah, yeah, I, and so no, absolutely. The moment you do that, it's game over. I don't, I don't study scripture with you. I don't let you interpret it for one thing, but I'm going to proclaim scripture to you, mm-hmm. okay? Because that's what we need to be. We need to be Bible believing Christians, cover to cover. Right. That's what the Bible means. Not well, I'm a New Testament believing Christian, but that old stuff, I'm not sure. Whoa, 
Right. How do you yeah. have, how do you, that doesn't make sense. Sure. Yeah. You've taken away the authority from scripture, which, mm-hmm. yikes. And so that's what we see from this movement. And just like any other false doctrine, that's what you're going to see. Mm-hmm. They, they take away the authority of scripture. Um, well, the thing is, is that it, if you're not rooted, and we alluded oh, to this gosh, earlier, yes. it, is, it is so easy to be caught up in these things. Yes. It's so easy to be led astray when you're not rooted. And that, and, and I've seen that time and again, and I think that we've had interaction with people that that is the case. They were not rooted before. And so they were easily led astray. And now they, they, they're going to die on this hill that, you know, ultimately they could be deceived unto not even being in salvation. Now is I'm not making that call. I'm simply saying that that is an implication that is potentially yeah. possible. So, um, and so, gosh, yeah, we say it almost every episode. But you need to be deeply rooted in the word mm-hmm. so that you can know what it says. Therefore, know what it does not say. Right. So yeah. when someone comes up to you and they say something, um, man, you had a good one. I'm putting you on the spot. A few months ago, oh, you yeah, texted yeah. me. And we were like, "Is this in the Bible?" And I was like, "What's? Well, it sounds like it is. Surely it is. I've heard that before." And you go, "No, it's not." Mm-hmm. It was something about. Um, the rod against the children or, or oh, something sp- like oh, that. Oh, spare the rod, spoil the child. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not <laughs> right now. That's, <laughs> that sure that's sounds a like it. small example, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Whoop, yeah. whoop do you do? Right. Sure. But the problem is, is I could take that and I could make an entire doctrine off that. Right. Which is false. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, also why you need to know the word, um, because you need to know what's not in the word. And so if someone comes to you and says, no, 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 no. I accept all of the Bible, mm-hmm. but I have an extra revelation. Okay, if you're not rooted in the word, yeah. you don't know why you should object to that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it all sounds good. And so mm-hmm. if we could go into that too, some engagement we've had. Uh, I was talking with a guy, and, and I'm going to continue talking because I like where this discussion is going. Um, but we're having a back and forth <clears throat> in our, our private messages. And I got to be honest, uh, it sounded, I, I thought I was talking to a Christian, and then it hit me the way he phrased a question. And then I looked at his profile. Uh, I was talking to a Mormon. And so he's, he's asking me his questions. He's trying to get me to join his teachings. And so when I finally got to ask a question, I just, I said, man, you know, once, once we know that, let's get to it. I don't want to have a Bible study with, with you. I want to know what you think of Jesus because mm. that's everything. That's going to tell me everything right. I need to know. Yeah, absolutely. So I asked him, I said, let me ask you something. Who is Jesus Christ? Now listen to this, brothers and sisters, because. I want to know if, if you catch it or, if, or what you think, but here's his response. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. We can say amen to that. Amen. <laughs> say amen to that. Jesus Christ was sent down to the earth to do the Father's will, which was to suffer for the sins of mankind and die on the cross for salvation. We can say amen to that. Amen. Amen. This act from our Savior is called the atonement. It is through the atonement that we can be saved. We're not perfect, but because he paid the price for our sins, we can ask him for forgiveness and be clean as we strive to live like he did when he died on the cross. I'm good saying amen to that. Yeah. Three days later, he was resurrected. His body and spirit reunited in a immortal form. Because of that, we too can be resurrected after this life. There's a little tweak there. Did you catch it? Hmm. His body and spirit reunited in a immortal form. Now, I caught that, and that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me finish his response. He also was the only perfect human being to walk this earth. His attributes are amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, amen to that. Um, 
here's the thing. That phrasing there at the end of his body and spirit reunited in an immortal form implies that he was not immortal to begin with. That's a concern, brothers and sisters. Now, everything he said, if you are not deeply rooted in the word, you might be saying amen and in your head go, I'm talking to a Christian. No, you're not. He didn't answer the question, so I pressed him again. Is Jesus Christ a created being? Or is he God in the flesh? Because you better believe it, brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ is not a created being. He always was. Mm-hmm. Always was. In the beginning was the word. It, yeah. it, end of discussion. He is not a created being, and so I want to press him on this. My, again, my question, is Jesus Christ a created being, or is he God in the flesh? His answer, before we came to earth, we were all spirit children of our heavenly Father. <sighs> little, God, little G God. Right. God has a perfect immortal body of flesh and bone, and he wants us to be like him, so he created a plan. Created the earth for us to come down and obtain a physical body and to learn and grow and gain experience and to be tested. So according to this individual, so so far, we're halfway through his answer, that was the reason for creating earth. We already existed spiritually. We're up there with God. He created earth so we could come down, gain experience, and be tested to prepare ourselves. That doesn't make that it. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, obviously, biblically, it doesn't make sense at all. No. But it doesn't make any no. sense logically either. And, uh, yeah, there's so much in there. And, and kudos to you for asking the right questions, right? Because it's easy when to assume, oh, you say Jesus, I say Jesus. Right, oh, we're talking right. about the same right, right. Jesus. And so, brothers and sisters, uh, the only reason why I, I knew to ask that question is because a couple things. I don't want to waste five hours with someone having a discussion only in the end to find out, oh, you didn't, you weren't talking about the same Jesus. Right. Right. The other reason is uh, Chris and I do the heavy work and we, we look at other religions. We look mm. at other worldviews. We happen to know what Mormonism believes about Jesus Christ. And so that's right. why I knew that, that when, <laughs> when Jesus Christ is the way, and if I ask you who Jesus is and you give me another way, right. that gives me all the answers I need. Okay. <laughs> right, yeah. And so uh, yeah. pressing on to finish his answer. No unclean thing can dwell in the presence of God. Amen. But we are unclean because we sin. Amen. Therefore, we need a Savior. Amen. So God sent his son, Jesus Christ, down to earth. He was born of a virgin, Mary. He was a perfect human being, and he suffered for our sins. Uh, I'm not a perfect teacher, but I hope that answers your question. So again, that, that end, if you didn't know any better, sounded really good, Right? We need a savior because of our sins. So God sent his son. He was born of a Virgin Mary. He was a perfect human being and he suffered for our sins. You can hear that and go, surely we're talking about the same Jesus. Mm -hmm. Surely. Right. But he didn't answer my question. So I pressed him again. Is Jesus God in the flesh? His answer, no. Jesus Christ and God, the father are two separate individuals which they are two separate separate individuals individuals right they are that but his first part of that answer no jesus christ and god uh no right right and so okay sorry here's the thing here's the thing brothers and sisters is if his answer was well ignore my question first of all but if his statement was jesus christ and god the father are two separate individuals I actually don't have a problem with that answer right because as christians we know what that means Mm -hmm. two separate individuals of the perfect Trinity, right? Yeah, Father, Son, and Spirit, right? Which is which yeah, is yeah, co-equal, right? right? Oh, yeah, absolutely, co-equal. I, I love that. But his answer to my question is: Is Jesus God? Is Jesus God in the flesh? His answer is no. Jesus Christ and God, our Father, are two separate individuals. 
The reason why he, I now can't accept his answer it is it doesn't mean no, uh, they're two separate individuals of the Trinity. His answer is no, Jesus Christ and God the Father are not the same at all, mm-hmm. not co-equal. That's what his answer means. Well, because going back to, I'm sorry, uh, but going back to before, uh, so he's talking about God uh, has a perfect immortal uh, body of flesh and bone. Jesus is God in the flesh. Right. So, yeah, yeah. So, so his answer, and again, this is that, that why slick argument oh, that you're talking goodness. about, is that, yeah, that sounds very Christian, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. so slick. But again, we go back to Genesis 3. Right, right. Satan in the in the garden. Did God really say? Oh my gosh! Like it's slick. Man. I know, man. And so um, that for me is enough of an answer. And so my answer was, if Jesus. Now think about this, brothers and sisters. If Jesus is no more than a man, because that's what his answer is implying. No, Jesus is not coequal with God because Jesus is just a man. My answer is, if Jesus is no more than a man, then it is impossible for him to live a perfect and sinless life. Romans three. 23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All. Jesus was not just a man, and he happened to live a perfect, sinless life. Right. Impossible. Impossible. And so his response, which just makes me want to slap a fool, (laughs) his answer is, Jesus is the only begotten Son of God. Like, to just... Which downplay who Jesus is. Okay, sure, but that's what the word says, but then go on to the next part of his answer, which that's when I would say, like, oh, I know. Gosh. So, okay. It is, again, continuing his answer, brothers and sisters, it is very easy to find flaws in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm out. We're done. We're done. And then, yeah, but then he presses on. I, we would love to teach you the gospel, and I promise as we teach, your questions and concerns yeah. and even doubts will be resolved. Wow, but it will take faith and action. You don't have a gospel. Yeah, you don't. Your extra revelation is is not scripture. It's not God's word. You don't have a gospel. But it's it's very easy to find flaws in the gospel of Jesus Christ. What? What? Name one. Then what are you going to teach me? Because I don't want a flawed God. I'm not serving a flawed God. Oh, my uh, gosh. I do want to push back a little bit or or maybe tease something out with you a little bit. You're uh, a stinker. Back you would. up. He says... Tell your uh, no unclean oh. <laughs> no unclean thing can dwell in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is dwell like enter into the presence, or is that like dwell as in be there constantly, or what is that? What, oh, what I thought that. that I, I took when I read that. I think of us being in the presence of God, which is which is an answer as to why like we need a glorified body. Well, okay. Scripture says it. That. That's why my sure. sinful body can't be in His presence. I just okay, and I, and I'm not mad about it, but. Uh, <laughs> But okay, but this is the way. If so, because I've heard it said that no sin cannot be in the presence of God. Okay, okay, is that fair or is that right? Is that true? Have you heard that? Can I look it up? No. Oh, I want to know. Okay, so phrase it correctly. uh, How how you said it? Have you heard it said that sin cannot be in the presence of God? Because that is essentially what is being said here, and I'm just I'm not questioning it per se and yet at the same time i want to push back and say well what about in job when satan goes before god and says hey what about your servant job and they have this dialogue this conversation almost mm. as it were yeah no it's a good point because satan um is sin right yeah, yeah, like yeah. we would say well 
we're not saying that he is the embodiment of sin, but we're saying that he is definitely a sinful individual. Right, right, right. Um, oh my gosh, I'm trying because the, the now that now I'm backpedaling. I, when it's talking about our body, I think it specifically says no, um, no sinful thing can dwell in the kingdom. Right, like basically, sin's not welcome here. Sure, but I see you're making a good point, right? Explain how Satan was in the presence, right? At least be able to have a dialogue. Yeah, and, and so yeah, yeah, again, yeah. when the I think maybe the key word is dwell, and this is just a nerdy little side note. Yeah, yeah. By any means, but uh, you know, I, I guess I I wanted to not push back, but just question that. Wow. So, <laughs> um, oh my gosh, I'm not quick with the scripture. This is the wheels are falling off. Oh my gosh. Anyhow. What are we gonna do? Well, that's one we don't know. We'll have to look up. Um, but anyhow, brothers and sisters, I just wanted that to be an example. And and for those who are wondering, I'm gonna continue the discussion with this guy because I I'm enjoying it and it's not uh being uh heated or hostile. Ever it seems like both parties are are yeah. I just, but it, it makes me wonder like when he's like, Oh, we'll teach you the gospel. Yeah. But you're going to teach me an imperfect gospel. Yeah. Uh, and well, it's then, one. It's one thing to say you. It's very easy to find the flaws in the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's a funny claim because I'm going to demolish your gospel. If right. you believe there's flaws in Jesus Christ, right? Wait till I get a hold of your gospel. Right. That's it. That's wild. Man. I mean, I feel like my inclination or my pushback wants to be like, well, let me teach you the gospel, right? Because clearly you don't understand it, yeah. man. If if you, this extra revelation and you know again. And we've had Malik Davis on, uh, who who really kind of talked in depth about some of these things coming out of the Mormon Church. Great episode. Uh, Joseph has it memorized, and it is episode number. <laughs> Holy moly! I I I do not. But oh, I'm wow. sorry. All right. About well, that. anyway, you can go to the website, check it out. Oh, uh, TrueDiscussionMedia dot org. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry, man. Um. No. Actually, I, no. 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 It is coming back to me. It's uh, episode thirty-five. You're right. I did know that. I forgot how I knew that, but I did. So Check smart. out episode 35 with Malik Davis. So it was smart. good. Um, people dug it. So now uh, I do want, brothers and sisters, the reason why we covered that, not to like highlight our private conversation, but again, you know, that's what we preach here is like to have a true discussion, right? In, right. Yeah, engage. Yeah. Don't run from someone just because they disagree with you. Point them to the truth. And so that's what we're trying to demonstrate here. It doesn't have to be heated. It certainly isn't now um but keep going man stand on the word of god this this guy this individual could be the smartest human being in the world and i'm not shaking one bit because i'm standing on the truth that's a pretty easy thing to do because god gave us 66 books to do so it's pretty easy i would be terrified if i had to uh match my knowledge against this guy's knowledge i'm not a smart guy right i stand on the on the word of god yeah Whew. Well, Why'd you say yeah so fast? I'm not a smart guy. Well, because you know, <laughs> I'm not a smart guy. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, but I, I wanted to point out. I mean, we're bringing up you know Malik Davis's episode, uh, and we also talked about the Hebrew Roots movement. I yeah, think yeah. a great place <clears throat> to go would be episode number forty-five. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Number forty-five with Riley Shea, yeah. uh, and we dug into the Hebrew Roots movement and a lot of the. I mean a lot of the fallacy and, and just false doctrine yeah. that they teach. And we've covered several things on the episodes uh, throughout our tenure. <laughs> Would that be the yeah. appropriate word? Yeah. No? Well, and so big shout out to O'Reilly because he did do 
way more research in, into a specific topic, and that's that's why we had him on. So check out that episode. Um, Chris and I, when I say we do the heavy lifting, you know, we're only two guys. How many worldviews are there? Well, dang it, I gave away my answer. We're gonna have to have the precept. There's only one. I know we're gonna have to have the precept episode because there's. I think people get intimidated. And they go, oh, man, how am I going to memorize all, all the arguments against all the worldviews, right? There's thousands of worldviews. There's, there's not. That's where you're wrong. There's only two, God and not God. Mm-hmm. Everything outside of God is not God. Right. And it's the easiest thing to, to demolish. Yeah. I can't wait. Really for looking for I know. We'll, we'll get there. I'm going to be like a baby bird. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Show everyone your uh, baby impression. You've been working on it. No. Why are we eating pistachios on the podcast? All right, brothers, we're what gonna wrap is it up. going on? No, no, no. Um, what are we talking about? Because I wanted to hear from someone. Um, we talked about a lot of different things. I know, we did. Gosh darn it. We talked about Joe Rogan. We talked about the, the censorship of the four different things that have been like, oh, people have ra- – our social media yeah, has yeah, railed yeah. against as if it's false and it's yeah. actually come out to be true. Uh, we talked about wrestling being the greatest sport on the planet. Oh, yeah. Let us know what um, uh, is the best sport, brothers and sisters. We definitely no, we already know. No oh, need. I know, but we want to know no, their opinion. No um, we speak I know. facts here. Uh, if your spouse has a video of you doing something embarrassing, post that. You know we want to see that. Yeah, actually, we definitely want to see that, right? So I probably could get a hold of one of you. Don't post mine. It was for the listeners. No, but I bet I could do it. Okay, if you do it, maybe it'll be a little inspiration. Oh, I was going to actually want to do a shout out to uh, had an individual uh, stop by the office last week. Actually, it was Friday. Yeah, and uh, man, just had a really great conversation. Uh, But one of the things that that we talked about was was the podcast and. just this individual is super encouraged by it. And I feel like it's one of those things that, you know, we talk about, <clears throat> you and I talk about a lot is just that effective part of ministry and like, man, are we doing the right things here? And what can we do better? You know, we talk about a lot of those things and to hear from someone that is listening and engaged, um, that is like, man, no, you guys are speaking to me. Yeah. I, I love that, man. What an encouragement. That's so, good stuff, man. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, we're going to wrap this little perfect episode again. Uh, it was true, and it was disgusting. So thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. <laughs> Until No, wait, wait, wait. It's been another episode of True Discussion. Until next time, yeah. God bless. God bless. Okay.